The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. You're not Derek. I can be. Can be. Mike Marshall joins us for Disney. Derek is not available. He decided to leave on a very convenient day. Just, <laughs> Just like get away well, from free agency. Spring break. There's really is only it? two weeks in the off season where you like need to be around. You know? This is one of them. <laughs> it's probably one of them, yeah. It's okay. We're going to make do without him, Amber. Dave. It might be better. Ooh, Who hey, knows? Hey. Jumps <laughs> like in it's a possibility. I like that. Jumps in his own chair and says, you know what? This could be better. And it could, it could be. be. I mean, Derek's not that great. Let's go. You're always looking to upgrade your team in free agency, right? Definitely. 365 well, uh, day of your process, right? Maybe. Talent acquisition? Maybe. Maybe Derek said, well, the Cowboys aren't going to do anything anyway, so maybe I'll leave. Well, he's not wrong to this point. <laughs> so so far, Cowboys are a little are, are taking a slower approach, I guess. I actually that isn't really true. <laughs> they really, I, I they haven't done anything, haven't agreed to anything yet. But I still think they're being somewhat active. They just haven't. They haven't hit yet. They were interested in Sammy Watkins, right? I heard reports from yeah. our, yes. our paper friends. That uh, they were in on that, and then the money got kind of silly, and they were like, yeah, we're good. Six, Call us whenever it drops a little bit. $16 million for a guy with 39 yeah. catches. Yeah. I, I think, think it's smart. I think <laughs> the Cowboys had a cutoff. I mean, I do. I, I do think they, they were in play there. I think they wanted around $15 million per year. I don't think the guarantee was as high as what he got in Kansas City. And Kansas City I mean, and that's might be what happens here with, with the Cowboys is that, yeah, we like him for this. They probably liked Hitchens for – Six million a year. Yeah, absolutely. And well, you know, it's funny, and I, I get it. I completely get why a Cowboys fan would be frustrated with the way the Cowboys do free agency. But I mean, can't say you weren't prepared for it, assuming you pay attention. I mean, this is the this is the third or fourth year in a row that this has been their strategy, and we've been talking about how this was going to be their strategy since you know we started doing off season shows in mid January. So I mean. You might not like it, but you shouldn't be surprised by what's going on. Right? You can tell me a year leading up, and even when that week hits, I'm still like, my friends are having a party, and I wasn't invited. And it's, I have to, it's it. You're right. I yeah. have to walk by the bar that they're having the party at every hour or so and see, yeah. oh, Jaguars getting better. Packers. Pretty much. Better. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I think the the one question is, is, are they getting better? Are they really getting better? Go back and look at last year. Go back and look at the year before. These these guys that sign that sound good, but do they mm-hmm. really help them? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, some of them do. I, I mean, Go look at the Eagles. Congratulations, the Eagles. Oh. Yes, but I'm just saying there's a yeah, lot. Of, Jags, too. Yeah. The, the, there's a, I mean, it, it, it does work it, if you're no, smart about it. It, it, it does, does work. work, but like, who helped them? Campbell for the Jaguars. Blaise Campbell, Barry Church, A.J. Mm-hmm. Bouye. Uh, who else did they bring in? Nobody on the offensive side, right? Not really. I mean, those those three guys really were there. I mean, big. Campbell helped them. Campbell, for sure. Well, I mean, I, I guess Barry Church helped I didn't watch him play enough. I mean, Barry, I'm sure he played well for He them. had five picks. But I, th- I think lock down the passing game. Go look at go looking around the league, though. All these all these guys. I mean, I, I would say a year from now, are you going to be like, did Paul Richardson help the Redskins? No, and that's the vast majority of the stuff that has happened this week 
is pretty stupid in my opinion. Like I, I'm there's maybe four deals out of the like 60 that have happened where I'm just like, that looks like a good cost effective yeah. decision. Uh, the vast majority of it, not so much. And that's, you know, you, I mean, one of the first things that happened yesterday morning, like six o'clock in the morning, Anthony Hitchens signed for $50 million, which I think the world of Anthony Hitchens, and I know the Cowboys do too, but I don't know, uh, $50 million, I, I need I need more than what he provides for $50 million. Obviously, we'll talk about other players on that are still on this team for the Cowboys, but let's, let's go with Hitchens right now. Hitchens signs or is expected to sign today with the uh, Chiefs. Amber, you can't sign everybody. We've talked about that last week. Where do you where do you think this is as far as Hitchens leaving? You concerned with that one or they have Well, I mean, we all knew we expected this was gonna happen, that we wouldn't have Hitchens back on the team. And obviously he's a big guy on the Cowboys defense and they're gonna they already needed a linebacker. Now they're in more of a need to have another linebacker. So, yes, that's tough to see happen. But at the same time, you know, we listen to fans complain about what is happening in free agency, the Cowboys not making moves. We've seen, like you mentioned, the guys that were free agents last year or were contracted as free agents were a failure to the Cowboys, didn't work out. But I have a question for you guys. If you were the Cowboys, I mean, would you be handling free agency the same way that they're doing it right now? I don't know if they. Or how have. else would you manage this? They're the only team in the league that signed a, a player for that much money. I mean, they haven't done anything, but like, who else has actually signed a player for seventeen million per season? And the fact that people say, "Well, that doesn't really count," it technically counts onto the cap. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal the Cowboys have done, and whether it's sexy or not, because no one expected him to leave, that doesn't matter. Like that's something that they had to do, and, and they did. And now fans are like, "Well, they're not doing anything." They had to do that move. I think I completely agree with you. And I said last night, you know, if they hadn't put that tag on Demarcus Lawrence, Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport would have tweeted out at 5:30 yesterday morning that he had, you know, agreed to a handshake deal with whoever yeah. with 60 million in guarantees and what I, I get the counterpoint to that which is that you're not technically making your team better he was already he was already on this team that finished nine and seven but I mean it's still I mean 14 and a half sacks you can't let that walk out the door and you can't just discount their willingness to pay him that money to keep him on the team having said that I do get the, the counter argument to answer your question I don't I don't hate what they've done over the last couple of years, which is be really quiet. I don't know if they had much of a choice. Their cap sheet was so ugly for such a long time after all the restructures and all pushing the money forward. I don't hate what they've done. I understand it. I do hate closing one of the spouts of talent acquisition because you have the draft, you have free agency, right? You have which drafted guys. Oh, you're talking about just not just doing free agency. agency. You're yeah. just not acquiring talent through that avenue. And I hate that. But I understand it. I understand what they've had to do in the restructures and bad money getting off of it. And now I felt like this year might be the year when you're clear of some of that bad money and you have a chance to make some kind of splash. To be, I mean, again, I got horseshoes only count in or wow, horse yeah. luck <laughs> almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Sorry, yeah. it's early. And pass rush. And yeah, that too. <laughs> I've but always said that pass rush also counts. They were willing to make a splash. With Sammy Watkins, apparently. I mean, if they were willing to pay him eight figures, 
That would have been, I mean, that would have been amazing. Just amazingly surprising. Mm -hmm. Uh, It got out of hand. And honestly, I don't fault them for not wanting to pay that guy $16 million. But that, that's the open market. And that's what happens when you've got a billion dollars in combined. So the will is there, right? Let's, yeah, I mean, acquire somebody. In which, well, now that shifts us to the elephant in the room as well. Sammy Watkins, they wanted Sammy Watkins, not for that price he got, but pretty close. Now you look at other receivers that are signing. Uh, Allen Robinson, what, $14 million a year? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, 14 average, three for 42. And Paul Richardson, 10? Eight. Uh, eight, eight. year, five for 40. What has that guy done? Wait, is that is that how many catches he's had last year? Nothing. Uh, eight. <laughs> I mean, it, 40 in his career? Oh, eight per year. I thought you were talking about how many catches he had. I mean, I mean seriously, though, and some, I said that yesterday. I was like, this guy's got half the career accomplishments of Terrence Williams and signed for more than double what Terrence got in the open market. And somebody said, well, he he didn't have a chance in Seattle. They drafted him 45th overall. Yeah, you have a chance. They drafted him in the top 50. I that that deal maybe more than anything else that happened yesterday really blew me away. So now let's let's get really fun here and try to jump into the shoes of Des Bryant. When Jordy got cut. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Jordy as well. Right. So you're Des Bryant, and you're making what the average of uh, sixteen million a year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're not making it now. But that's what your contract is. You're gonna take a pay cut. Well, I know it's a tough. Uh, I mean, argument to run in that room and say. Hey, let's look at percentage of cap, because the cap this year is 177. When you signed, it was 140. Right, right. That's what the front office is going to say, and they're going to go, okay, well, you're actually 8% of the cap. These guys are 8% of the cap. I know the money's different, but whenever you're getting that check, yeah, you walk into the booth, and you're getting that check every week, and it looks different, it doesn't matter to you. But to Nick's point, I mean, in light of everything that happened yesterday, Dez's deal doesn't look that crazy anymore. What did Mike Evans get? Uh, 80 something five for like 80 something like that i don't have it offhand worth every penny with the cap at 177 and mike evans only getting five for 80 i think i'd i'd point to that deal i'd go are you as good as that guy right now well no i mean no he's not he's not as good as as mike evans is right now but i i I think what is he better than alan robinson yeah i mean not not about who's younger and has more upside like is he a better player is he a better player than Sammy Watkins? But and those guys have question marks. Yeah, they they absolutely coming off they ACL. Sammy Watkins just lack of production overall. I think and injuries. I mean, yeah. he's had a dozen of them. It's it's fashion. I mean, but but let, let's also throw this out. We we've been told everyone's kind of been it's reported that they wanted Sammy Watkins. They they were gonna they prepared to do that deal. What fifteen a year? Mm-hmm. You can't do that deal with Dez on the team. I don't think. Absolutely not. So no way. That doesn't mean now that they're gonna cut him. You and I talked about this before the show. That doesn't mean well Dez was going to get cut. He's definitely gonna get cut. Maybe they look at it now like we wanted him. Maybe we have another guy in mind. If that doesn't happen, then Dez still falls here and. Maybe maybe you know they keep him. I think I'm mean, okay. They took a swing for the fence right. on a guy. Des Bryant would not be here if Sammy Watkins was. There's no way. So now you, I think it just depends on how they feel about how hard it is to live without Des. Because I mean, there's there's guys you can bring in to fill that role. I mean, Bryce Butler is one who's familiar with this team. I'm I don't have any off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's a handful of guys that fit that description from uh, that are on the open market. What about well. Jordy? Absolutely. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I mean, but that better next year if Jordy Nelson's their number one. And that's my, my point is that's going to be up to them to look at those options and weigh them and say, are we better off just eating this Des deal for another year, keeping him here and drafting a guy 
or do we get better by bringing in somebody else for cheaper? And and I, I can't answer that question. And I think the only way we'll know is what they decide to do over the next few weeks. And the one thing I am, I'm even more confident now than I ever was that they're going to spend a pretty valuable asset on a receiver in the draft. I just don't know if it's going to be with Dez on the team or not. You know, throughout this whole process, I've been going back and forth where I see, ah, no way Dez is not going to be here. And then I say, oh, you know what? This actually may seem very possible. Back and forth, back and forth. Des posted a picture on Instagram of him. <laughs> I saw you tweeting about it, Dave. And it's not a big deal. He, it was basically a picture of him and a, a star emoji plus ADA equals well, that's, X. He posts that in the middle of the opening day of free agency. And then he goes on Twitter and he's like, stop reading into my exactly, post. Like, exactly. No, stop reading into I'm it, not going to stop reading into your post. Like, look at me. Look at me. Don't pay attention to me. <laughs> you have, I don't even know your name, I mean, but you know mine. Exactly. No, you're right. Like. Please pay attention to me, but don't read into what I'm saying. Like, so no, I'm I'm not gonna not pay attention to what you say, Des. I'm sorry. I mean, that job. picture made me go all the way back to okay, maybe he's staying. Like, he's feeling confident that maybe he is staying. Because why else would you post something like that at that time? I think, I think I would want to get cut if I was Des. You would want to get. Cut. I don't disagree with you because let's. Let's be honest. He's making so much a year, but he's not making that that money that he got. And he's, I'm not saying it's all spent, but I mean, he, you could get cut, sign a monster deal with someone else, get that money tomorrow, and pre- pretty much start over. And you're going to get more than what you're doing now. And they want him to take less. I think he's looking to get more. Ryan Grant got something like he got seven plus. I mean, he was he's been the Redskins' fifth receiver for a couple of years. Like he's. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but like I was again floored when I saw that. If Ryan Grant can get 26 million, <laughs> you know who makes seven plus for the Cowboys? Sean Lee. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, for that matter, Anthony Hitchens right. is now making quite a bit more than Sean Lee is, which is, yeah. I mean, that's and that's the that's the nature like of I keep it. Saying. How many quarterbacks are pissed now? Are not pissed, but they're looking at it like seriously. A full guaranteed. I know we're bouncing around here, but that's what free agency is. We're bouncing around now. We're on to Kirk Cousins. And this are they are they it. pissed or are they pumped? Because if if Kirk Cousins can demand that, then Aaron Rodgers will certainly be able. Didn't to. Russ try to do that in his last contract? As I throw my pin at you, Dave. I'm yeah. So upset. No, Who? Okay. Um, Russell Wilson. I thought you said Rush. I was like, Cooper no, Rush. Is- yeah, Cooper Rush wants a guaranteed. Oh, deal. That's in a couple years when he's done leading the Cowboys. This. But I think we've been moving towards that for quarterbacks, and that might be the only position where it's this is the money. It's all guaranteed. If you want me to play here long term, I'm a top five quarterback or maybe Kirk Cousins top 10. It's guaranteed. That's how the deal is working out. And I think we've been moving towards that. And I'm I wish all the money was guaranteed. I wish the numbers were what it was. You know, it's so funny how Romo people that hated Romo, they had one argument and it was always playoffs. But. You know, n- nobody cares about that anymore. Like, you, th- that's not a big deal about playoffs. Playoff. It's, it's just so funny how he wasn't very good because he couldn't get his team over here. But now it's like, I don't know, Kirk Cousins, like, you've won no playoff games. Like, ah, who cares? I right. Mean, guarantee every money. I mean, that might be the case right now, but with the team they've got up there in Minneapolis. Right. right now, we'll find out this year. Well, if, I mean, if. I think it's a bad move. Right. I, I, I. I I don't. I don't think that's a good move for Minnesota. That's a, because they just showed that 
they can win with a Rudy Poot quarterback, and, and they don't know. I don't know if you need to go twenty-five million guaranteed. Uh, and I don't know if Cousins is really that good. I mean, I, I I've never really liked him. He can't beat the Cowboys, so I don't know why he's that good. But I'm just saying, if they have the money, I guess that's that's fine. But they do have a great defense, if a good coach, really good coach, and they have a great home field advantage. I mean, they're in a good situation. I just don't know if they needed Kurt Cousins. I I don't know, man. I, just, I guess if they got the money for it. I think you can win with an elite defense and adequate that's, offense. But that's true. A lot more stuff has to go your way. Like if you if you have a top tier quarterback, you're in every game. And I I mean, I'm not saying he's the best. He's, he's got right there. I think Kirk Cousins is really good. And I well, and we're gonna see how good he is because that was my point. I mean, with every they they don't have a weakness that I can really think of, and and they play in that ridiculous stadium. They should be good enough to get a couple home games. Like if they don't, if they aren't one of the top two or three teams in the league next year, then everybody's going to. Oh, and Kirk they Cousins. get their first round running back back. That's what I'm, I mean. They, I know they, they're, they're loaded. It's unbelievable. I mean, I do think he's a better quarterback than Case Keenum and, and yeah, Bradford. Bradford. And that guy just continues to steal money. To Sam Bradford, he's yeah. the best. Hundred and thirty-four million dollars career earnings. That's he's my hero. Why didn't I play quarterback? He is my. You should have. But to 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 wrap, put a bow on the Kirk Cousins thing. It's it's a move when you're one move away, but that one move away is your quarterback, and you just invested so much money. Like they're locked into this roster. If this roster does not get you NFC Championship on the cusp every single year, like you're getting fired in like two years. I would, and we'll they're going to draft Will Hernandez. They might. You think he'll be there at thirty? Maybe. I don't know. I, it's I mean, because that's the one position where you don't see a ton of great greatness coming out of that team. Why are we talking Vikings here? I don't <laughs> but whatever. It's totally possible. I don't know. Vikings break. But I would argue signing Cousins gives you a chance to be competitive once you when you have to let your defenders walk. Because like yeah. Anthony Barr, Kendricks, Daniil Hunter, like all these guys, like they're not going to be able to pay them all. That's the problem the Cowboys are dealing and with. And it's uh, not to switch to another team, but it's the exact problem Seattle went through. Absolutely. Like, remember when Seattle was sitting here with this cheap quarterback and they had all these great defensive players, then they signed Russell Wilson, which, and then now they're sitting there now they're, dumping everyone. They're thin everywhere, but they have a quarterback who can keep them in any game. I mean, that's kind of the it's just the way it goes all that's right why you don't sign anthony hitchens for that money long term exactly you, you find the next anthony hitchens exactly and they and to be fair to the cowboys they actually tried that the next year mm -hmm. they drafted another fourth round uh linebacker from the big 10 that is very athletic that can and he hasn't panned out he hasn't developed yet he has he makes headlines for the wrong reasons so huh. i got to work on on that with damian wilson but we talked about linebacker and and how that was already a need and uh, actually, we're going to go to break, but we'll talk about linebacker when we come back. We're also going to let's talk about quarterback a little bit and how the quarterback kind of affects the Cowboys quarterback, how it affects some of these other moves. We'll be right back here on the break. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings. You end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. 
To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to the break. We are back, and it's free agency. There's so much happening with other teams, but 3 o'clock comes around. Maybe the Cowboys are going to jump into this thing. A little bit more. We just uh, talked in the first segment about they did have some interest uh, with uh, wide receiver Sammy Watkins. They have some interest with some other guys. I think I'll, I'll be proud of them if they make a big splash that no one knows about until it happens. That'd be fun. That would no, be fun. No, no leaks, no agent. Not going to hold my breath. Pressing them. Fun. That would have been one. I mean, there wasn't. Oh a whole yeah, lot no. Of Sammy Watkins I never. Thought. Well, the domino effect with that. Would I be awesome. we we kind of heard some rumblings in the early part of the week that like, don't be surprised if they do something out of character. Right. I was and I so I'm thinking like, okay, like, but I would have never guessed Sammy Watkins. They can. It's a weird one. All this can go away in if you just make some trades with Seattle. See, that's splashy. Going well. Going back to Amber's question, that's the I I don't care that they haven't done anything this week, but I can go back to last week and you know the, we talk about the Eagles. It's not really like they're out here signing all these gaudy free agents. It's just the the type of move they made. I mean, last year they traded for Timmy Jernigan. Uh, they signed Alshon Jeffrey to a small deal. This year, you know, they traded Torrey Smith for Brad Worley. They traded for, um, not the Eagles, but the... There was nothing small about the Alshon Jeffrey deal, was it? Like nine one million, year. one year, nine, ten million dollars. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't paying Sammy Watkins 15. Mm-hmm. Um, they and added Haluti Nada, didn't they? Those they did. Ones, which one deal. People are so mad about that. He's Whatever. like 40 years old. Yeah. Uh, um, the um, what you call it, Michael Bennett for a fifth round pick. You mm-hmm. see the the Browns sent Danny Shelton and a fifth rounder to New England for a third rounder. That's the type of stuff that when I see it, I'm like, yeah, hey, do that maybe, maybe you know, spend small resources to improve your team in a noticeable way. I mean, Danny Shelton's only a one technique. He's not going to get six sacks for this team, but he would be a massive upgrade over the one techniques on this roster. And you have ten draft picks. I mean, that's. That's the type of stuff that I see, and I think the Cowboys could and should be doing this type of stuff. They just don't want to. Do what you did last year, but hit on those guys. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> hit on Nolan Carroll. Ugh. Hit on Stephen Paia. Or, is that how you say his name? Paia. Paia. 
You yeah, sorry, but you're gone anyway. He, well, he was already gone when you started working right. here anyway. I mean, yeah, so. never met him, so it was a nice trifecta right there. We got three guys. One guy's gonna get a DUI before he plays any games <laughs> and, and not even gonna play at all. Uh, or he's gonna play like a, a game and a half and he's done. Another guy's just gonna decide to retire mm-hmm. like a couple of games yeah. in. And then another Great player off-season. another player's already got a, a, a two game suspension on, on that's yeah. hanging over him and then he's gonna have some issues and that's the strategy. Oh. The strategy really doesn't bother me. They got Byron Bell. You got to be a lot better about finding guys that can actually contribute to the team. Can I ask one question about Hitchens leaving before we uh, move on? You're yeah. on the show. You don't have to ask if okay, you can ask. Okay, just making sure. I'm the guest here. So just hit me. Um, I thought you said you might be better. I thought you said so, you might be better. So Hitchens <laughs> is uh, he's gone, right? He's chief four for whatever it is, somewhere five for 45. Five for 45. Five for 45. Damn. Okay. Um, have they committed to taking a linebacker in the first two rounds now? Is that what they just did to themselves? I think first three for sure. Top hundred picks. I think so. I don't I don't know unless I think I mean and I talked to Steven Jones about this at the combine. We don't know what's gonna happen with Kyle Wilbur. I guess theoretically he could be back, but he played like nine percent of snaps on defense last year. So I think Steven Jones, he came he said, We need two linebackers. We've got two that are out of contract. We're gonna need two. I think just seems really obvious to me that you sign a guy for cheap in free agency and think Justin Durant, think, you know, that type of thing. And then I think you've got to draft one in the first three rounds just because well, we saw what can happen when your linebackers aren't healthy last year. This week we did on, on the website, we've um, you and I went on uh, Tuesday and Brian and, and uh, Rob picked four guys yesterday. Dave, who are some of the players that you said, and we said this was a wish list. This isn't, but but we were pretty, I mean, we, we weren't crazy about it. I mean, we were three, trying to be. Three of my four are still available. Yeah, realistic. So I feel good so, about that. Do you remember them? Because I don't really remember. You had DJ, morning. right? You had Derek Johnson. I had Derek. That's, I mean, that would be a guy Love that. that. I, I mean, it, it makes, he's from Waco. He played at Texas. He's in the, you know, he's winding his career down. The fact that he still can play is amazing. He's 35. Like 35. Um, you know, four-time All-Pro. He's not. He's not going to play at an All-Pro level, but he's good in coverage. He can play Will and Mike. He's a veteran guy. I can't imagine that he would be that expensive to bring in. I mean, I'm not going to try to ballpark it, but he's 35 but years old. The Cowboys have had success with that type of player in the last, I would say, 10 years. A, a couple of times. I, I mean, Keith Brooking was on the downside of his, but he still came came back, played well. Durant was one of them. Not as old as as Derek Johnson is, but I mean, Zach Thomas came in for a year and did a pretty good job. I, I in, in the strategy that I have mapped out, I only need him for a year Yeah, because yeah. I'm drafting, let's just say Josie Jewell at pick 50 to be the Mike, the, the third linebacker of the future behind Jalen and Lee. But if Jalen Smith is sitting here in the linebacker room with Sean Lee and Derek Johnson, right? He's, he's got to get better. Yeah, he's got to get better up here. I mean, who, Every linebacker would. Damian Wilson would and should. So I, I think and, that that would help your room. And I need him. Ideally, I only need him to play like 20 to 30% yep. of the snaps. I mean, ideally, Jalen Smith is ready to be what they hope he can. But you can't bank on that going into the season without a backup plan. The question about those linebackers is how many linebackers can you have that don't contribute a lot on special teams? Yeah. It's true. You know, and, and that's one question you would have with Derek Johnson. Like, okay, we're bringing this guy in. He's going to play a certain amount 
on defense, but then he's not going to really play special teams. That's, I say that. That's well, that's where my you got ten picks. That's where my rookie would come in. <laughs> rookies yeah. can rookies yeah. can play special teams for sure. I mean, even if, if they drafted a linebacker at fifty, I'd still make him play special teams. But to answer your question, and three rounds or whatever, but. 19 overall like 19 is not a good spot for linebacker in this year right it seems like there's two that are going to go Unless higher a slider uh, well it's it depends like i actually had that conversation on twitter yesterday there's two there's two studs that are going to Tremaine, go. Tremaine Edmonds and Roquan Smith are the two studs that i don't think it's realistic to hope for them there and then there's two others Rashawn Evans out of Alabama is a guy that gets talked about a lot who probably fits into that range and then this kid out of Boise State Leighton Vander Esch which People are all over the board on him. Some people think he's a top 20 pick. Some people think he's a late second round pick. It's 140 just, tackles last year. Yeah. So there are options, but it's not It's not a slam dunk. That it's either a, a slide or, or, or a reach. Yeah, it's a slide or a jump for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why 19 just uh, doesn't seem like a good value Nin- pick. 19 isn't a great spot for most of what they need. That's yeah. You talk about Will Hernandez. Yeah. I mean, that's, They needed a guard. We that talk w- about these guards so much because you could probably – well, Quentin Nelson, he's yeah, – he's but you could probably get the second-best guard in the draft at 19, or you could potentially get the best receiver in the draft at 19. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the board doesn't really line up. You think Ridley – is he the best? Him or, or more, whichever one you prefer, or I'm probably I don't take your pick. I don't think more than one receiver is getting picked before like pick fifty. Dave, I'll, I'll give you some credit here. He real jumped quick. last year, man. He and, and I know that you're doing the draft show, and but you for like the last month you've been saying, hey, watch my guy DJ Moore from Maryland, who was like a third round pick or something like that, projected at that point. My safety, Derwin James, he's gonna be, he's gonna go to the combine, he's gonna kill it up there, and he's not even gonna be in the equation for 19. Now you look at all these other draft experts after the combine, and they tell you, watch out for DJ Moore, watch out for Derwin James. So good job on those two. I'll allow my good eye, Dave. I'll allow myself the DJ Moore backpad, but like anybody who follows the draft knew that Derwin was. I mean, he's a freak. But, but at that point, he was sitting there. At, I've seen mocks with Seattle. I've seen Dallas at nineteen. Now he's that's, nowhere. In well, that's what makes the draft process so fun. Like you, I mean, it's all up on a wall, and it looks one way in January, and it looks a completely different way in May. The, the you way do all that is, stuff, and then someone goes, "Man, I gotta have that quarterback right now." Yeah, and then people trade up, and everything just goes out the window. Ten about ten years ago on this show, it was it was probably me and Derek and be like, "All right, well, uh, it was happy Easter to you. It was a good. Um, you know what? The draft is coming up in like two weeks. We should start talking about the Cowboys are picking where. Uh, Let's do our five minutes on the draft. Let's talk about that. Who you know? Who are some yeah. guys now? In in ten years from now, it's going to be like." All right, happy Halloween, everyone. All right, let's get where we're about eight and a half months from the draft. Daily draft show in October. Yeah, daily it's getting close yeah. to that. Well, best. I mean, that's kind of how the team's philosophy what did, has shifted. What too. did Brian say today to you? I was in the middle of some other crap dealing with some other stuff, but I heard over here about I hate free agency and I hate the games. I'm like, yeah. What do you like then? He the just draft. wants to. He just wants to draft. Just wants to draft. He hates everything. <laughs> The th- and that's um, Brian. Brian would ha- like hates that. Like you know, I'm like, go get Danny Shelton. He would hate that. He's just like, just let me draft. Yeah, fine guys. Don't trade any of my picks. We'll find guys. See, I'm the opposite picks. of that. Yeah. If I'm sitting here in the third round and I'm like, I can get. I mean, the, the value of players at that point is so low. Everyone wants the draft picks, and I guess I'm just still remember Randy Moss going to the Patriots for a fourth. Yeah. 
Y'all have Which, been doing the draft show for too long, though, because Brian will say one word, and he and Dane just have these like oh. one word conversations back and forth. Or Brian's like the guy, and Dane's like, yeah, the guy, and he's like, ah, yeah, ah. it's yeah. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> it's a conscious effort on my part to slow. Like, like wait, hey, such on the same page. You're speaking another funny. language. Remember that there's other people here. The runner. All right, yeah. Let's shift gears to the quarterback. Um, got some money. I'm talking about the Cowboys quarterback. Yeah, he got, he got some, some money. money. Yeah, he got some money. Congratulations. Good job. Wake up on a random Wednesday in March and you got 400000 hey. extra dollars. Explain, in your bank explain that. Never happened to me. It's it's something. It's added incentive incentive pay. Yes. Like basically, yeah. if you if you outplay your your slotting, then the league rewards you. So obviously, I mean, a fourth round pick is not expected to play as many snaps as Dak Prescott, and so they reward him a little bit extra on his salary because it's it's sort of like it's almost unconstitutional yeah. how little Dak is being paid for his importance in the team. And Anthony Brown got a payday too because he he hit like seventy percent of the snaps, and he's a sixth round pick. Last so. year, Anthony Hitchens was make, was yeah. set to make six fifty, and he made and he ended up getting one point eight. I, I mean, like JJ mm-hmm. Wilcox a couple years ago had the same thing because he he was on the field for X amount and of snaps. And for years, Scandrick would would be the right. one that was getting. Mm-hmm. So what's the pattern here? Third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounds. These middle rounds. If guys, you, you if you outperform well. your draft slot by a noticeable margin, then then the league he basically doubled his money, didn't Grant he? Pump you up. He was making like four hundred grand Dak? last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, he just something got like that. Grand, I mean, so I don't know how that works with like taxation. Like I'm sure he happy won't March fourteenth, buddy. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> Here's- Out of the all the sponsors that he gets, yeah, he gets way oh, good for him. He's fine. Hustle. He's fine. Like yeah, he's not he's, he's so not making good. his value, but like he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he's okay. This team goes eight and eight next year. Is he okay? No. See, that's this is the issue that I think we have with, with Dak. It depends, for sure. I, that was a very blanket statement. He, he could be playing great. Yeah, is Des he here? Get, he he gets, same structure? He gets compared a lot to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And that could be scary because how many great wide receivers are wanting to go to Seattle? Yeah. And Sammy Watkins had a decision to make. Now he took a little bit more money. Just so Jimmy Graham, right? That's great. It's like the only one they've I mean, added. Baldwin. Yeah, but, and then he left. Baldwin's underrated, but well, I mean, Baldwin going is to underrated. Yeah. They oh yeah, him? yeah. Baldwin's uh, underrated, but I'm just saying, maybe, maybe Russell Wilson doesn't make these receivers that much better. Maybe that that's what I'm kind of worried about with with Dak. I mean, what if if I'm around the league and I'm like, and I'll get Dez's worst year is happening when when he him and Dak. Maybe that I need to go to a place where the guy's going to clearly make me better. And Dak's at a position in his career where. He, He's trying to figure out himself out, and I don't think he's making other receivers better just yet. That's that's what totally I kind of worry about. I wonder if if it's got around the league, it'll start trickling around. Like, you know what? Why not go over here? This guy's had more success. Some of these receivers maybe are trending down. I mean, Paul Richardson left. Adjusting everything around him, and you replace Dez because they don't work well together. And you get a right. new tight end that's you know more effective whoa, in whoa, the middle. Whoa, 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 whoa! In two years, okay, in two <laughs> or three years. I'm saying down the road. Down sure. the road, yeah. you, you move everything around him, and he's the one constant. And the passing game still hasn't changed. Everything's Dak friendly, right? And you're still not the offense you think you should be. Yeah, exactly. Well, I hate all... that saying, Dak friendly. I yeah. cannot Honestly, stand here. Thank that. you, because yeah. I do too. Like, yeah, I hate it. It doesn't. I hated it when it was Romo friendly. I... Like it's just a just make your team better. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I mean, I've said this a half dozen times at this point. Like the only person who's got more writing on 2018 than Dak is Jason Garrett. I mean, because yeah. Dak's not playing for his job because he's under contract for at least two more years. But 
I mean, if if he if the, he's not good, if he steps further back, or if the offense is in a rut, and if they don't win games, then you're going into 2019 not sure about your future quarterback. Like, that's just at, a fact. I mean, I, I think if if they don't make the playoffs next year, and then obviously you got a new head coach, um, and, and then they pretty much start over. But depends on how how the the games go down, but. I mean, I don't think that they would they would look at it and go, well, we, you know, Dak's definitely our guy. I well, mean, that's a tough eva evaluation just because I think that based on everything that we've seen so far and the things we talked about, about coaching and Jason Garrett, we've seen that it goes way beyond the players that are on the field. So you begin to question, okay, is it really the player or is it the way they're being coached? And I know there were some, co obviously, coaching changes, but it's still – under, you know, Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett and blah, blah, blah. Now, is it really that? Is the root of the problem coming from there? Or is it the players? I, I think you look around, there's been great quarterbacks. Dra I mean, quarterbacks drafted really high that had really great rookie seasons. Their second season, they kind of struggled somewhat. And then they snowball to the point where they, they can't get it flipped around. And now, now Robert Griffin's not in the league. Now Colin Kaepernick's not in the league. Uh, it could be other reasons involved there. But, but if they were really, really good players, they would be. But I, would, I will say this, and I'm thinking back to your point about Russ, which is, you know, Russ has never needed those guys because that's not – I mean, I'm sure he'd prefer them, but that's not the way Seattle played anyway. I mean, the first four years he was there, it was all based around the run. I mean, Marshawn Lynch made it move, and he made good decisions. He got away from pressure and made plays to his receivers. I mean, what, he had Baldwin, Curse. Uh, they traded for Harvin. Mm -hmm. They didn't bring Jimmy Graham on till way late. And so I think about let's just assume Dak is actually really good because I think he is. I'm not really worried about his long term future. Uh, but Cole Beasley is a free agent after this season. You can one way or another. We're already talking about shedding Dez and his contract. That's not a long term issue one way or the other. Next year, it's a lot easier to get off that. Exactly. So so what's it really all about? It's all about your running game, your hundred and fifty billion dollar offensive line, your running back and your quarterback's ability to play a role in that. And, you know, I'm not worried about their ability to plug in young, inexpensive receivers who can do the job better. I think. The way this team's constructed, even if Dak continues to take steps forward, I don't see a reason why you need to be investing tens of millions of dollars in receiver for the time being anyway. You know what, I, what I'm surprised has not really been mentioned a whole lot. It's always about Dez and what they do there. But what if he's not the, the receiver that needs to be released? What if that's not yeah. the contract? I mean, let's think about it. Who can replace what Dez has done on this team? I, I don't know if there is a guy that can do that. I've been saying this for a while. Let's look at Cole Beasley. That's the, is there that's anybody the that can replace what Cole Beasley's doing? Well, we just drafted one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's not there yet, but he. Oh, he's got to get on the field to have a chance. I know, to be there. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, th saying. there was Cole sitting there. I mean, I, I, that's that's the only one of those three receiver deals that they can get off of and not have any dead money. Nothing. Nothing. And you drafted a guy in the fourth round last year that you apparently liked enough to get him touches consistently, whether it's special teams or offense. And they obviously tried to take that part away. I, I, I'm not saying it's a, it's a great idea. I'm just saying maybe you can restructure things a little bit from that standpoint. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I just don't think Cole Beasley is not commanding enough money, nor is he I, like hurting. He's not hurting the team. So it's just, I you don't know, like that idea. That's the right. reason. Nope. You, the reason we talk about Dez so much is because you see that 16.5 million charge just hanging over everything, whereas, Be I mean, it doesn't drastically alter anything if Beasley's gone. So that's, I just, I don't know.
I mean, he it obviously like four would, million, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, number. it saves you some money, but again, like it's it's not just like this, oh, like this beam yeah. of cap space. That and he was the one guy that seemed to probably garner the most attention from other from other. Yeah, but what did, we, what did we do after they started focusing on Cole Beasley? Like we didn't adjust and make plays off that, so. No, why not put a cheaper guy in that spot? I mean, I don't know why you would even bring him up to the conversation. When you look up, I, oh, I get the point. He's, about not, the he's not the first no, person no, no. to suggest that. I but mean. it's like you look at the group of wide receivers, and we know how Cole has helped this team. And the point was the coverage he was getting. You know, he was very limited in that way. And why is that? Because he is good. And he is one of those Jason Witten and him is one of those guys that Dak could easily go to. But, but, but he's also limited. Like you said, limited. He's limited in, in, in the things he can do. He can only play a certain position. And and I, I think you would have to change the structure of your offense and how you're doing things if he wasn't there. I, all I'm saying is, is like his contract doesn't hurt you. I don't think you, you would cut him. I mean, he, he seems like that would be a tradable type. Type situation oh, for sure. If you wanted to, to yeah. go that but route. My thought is just like put someone better somewhere else and leave him there. He and great, you know, great point. Balance. Put someone better than Dez. <laughs> that's the hey, that's that's the goal. That's the goal, right? Yeah, I, I, we're in. Can a, we just fast forward a year. Well, Man. we are in a we are in a weird sort of limbo with that with almost the entire passing game, really. With I mean, the role he fulfills, that's someone on a rookie contract fills that role the yeah. 30 catch a year guy that's a guy in a rookie contract yeah. like that's what you expect from them not from your guy you just re-up for i mean four years he had 70 something in 16 i mean he can yeah do more well yeah I've he seen can him stay. do more i haven't seen him do more recently oh, I, I i just so des and terrence's deals are easy to get out of next year mm. beasley's deal is over next year and jason witten i mean when he decides to retire it shouldn't shock anybody so i mean I don't think so much this year, but now, I mean, starting in 2019, you see a real turnover in what the passing game on this team really looks like. All right, we're going to take our last break here. We will come back. We're going to maybe throw out a few names, a few positions. Maybe the Cowboys will we'll talk have about some, David Irving too. Yeah. Some interest. Yeah, we'll talk Old about David Irving. David, he's a, he's a third segment guy. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer near 
interest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to the break. All right, we're back here for few more minutes nick eatman mike marshall amber garcia david hellman no Derek eagleton just joined us he is shopping his services with another team on magic mountain right now so i want to tell you guys something oh tell us amber please you know what a woman really likes no (laughs) i've been searching for the answer to that question my whole life no idea some nice comfy soft underwear you know what a woman does not like no, I don't know the answer to that. I know plenty of that. Well, looking yeah. a man, looking at a man adjusting their junk. Fair. Don't oh. like that. So when your man wears nice, soft, comfy underwear, there's no adjusting. You don't see that. You like the feel of it, and everyone's happy. So where do you get that? <laughs> you can look. <laughs> well, don't, you can uh, look for it. Keep it together. Tommyjohn.com forward. Slash Cowboys, you get twenty percent off on your first order, and you know if you're a woman, get some for your man. He'll be very happy. And if you're a man and you want a lady that likes your area, look for some soft underwear. I don't know what you were worried about. That was awesome. Tommy John, that was great. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> was wonderful. You're Tommy our new John. spokesperson. There you go. Uh, I got real. I got called out. Um, Oh no, Dave. Alshon's deal with Philly was for fourteen million, so I guaranteed. I undersold the worth of that, but still a one year prove it deal. Like that's yeah. nowhere near as gross to me as committing three to five years, you know, with whatever. I looked it up as soon as y'all said that. I looked it up because the the number fourteen was always in my head with Alshon. I get I get Jeffrey and Pryor confused. Pryor signed for less. There's a reason why you said that. It was a one year. He got nine million last year. They they put a lot of other years on there that that he could he could get that like uh, with the option. It all averages to 14. Looks pretty for 14. If he would have sucked, they could have cut him. It would have been a one-year $9 million. So you you're, you're kind of right about that. Kind of like the Henry Melton deal that we did here a few years ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the deals that Haynesworth got with the Red. And there's a lot of that going on yeah. right now. Where, where That's Sherman. Richard Sherman's deal in San Francisco, like at the yeah. bo- end of the day, it's like one-year $9 million. Let's, like let's, if he doesn't hit all of his stuff. Let's talk about that one real quick because over the weekend, Cowboys were getting crucified, at least through my Twitter timeline, about why they didn't go that route. Just remember, they're, they're, his position coach is here, Chris Richard. He's here. He, he knows what kind of player he, he is. That doesn't mean that they didn't like him, but – Coming off an Achilles injury, like well, I mean, with that kind of money, I, I don't. No thanks. I'm here. I'm here for you if you want to whine to me about almost anything. Like I'll at least listen to it. But Richard Sherman's almost thirty. He blew out his Achilles, and he's going to want a sizable deal to come here. And I'm not saying the Cowboys are loaded with all pro corners, but the whole point of what they did last year is right. they've got four to five solid defensive backs who were playing for pennies on the dollar. Like you're, you, you're trying to be efficient here. And that's just a completely inefficient signing. You invested heavily. Yeah. Jordan, Cheeto, Xavier Woods, like let those guys turn into something like the saints did last year. And Anthony Brown for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Saints played all their rookies when they were young. 
Last year, they reaped the benefits of it because those guys got experience. They were good. If if they are good enough to hold those jobs, then mm-hmm. you've got a starting secondary that you're paying the same amount of money that Sherman is making off of one year of his deal. I mean, that's the whole point. You're trying mm-hmm. to find talent for cheap. Let's talk Skandrick real quick. Skandrick apparently has, has oh, yeah. let, let it be known that he wants to get traded. Um, Released, sure. right? I mean, I'm sorry, release, yeah. trade, whatever. Trade, he wants whatever. to be go to another team. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, he doesn't want to get traded. You're right. He wants to get the same yeah. thing with Dez. He wants to get another contract. Um, I bet Dez would like another contract. I sure. bet, I bet you know, Zeke would like maybe another guy to kind of help him. I mean, that's cool that he requested that. I don't think the Cowboys will or should do anything there. Thanks for your input, Orlando. I think I <laughs> noted. <laughs> I think he'll we'll do what we want to do. I think he'll get his wish at some point. But when well, people stop talking about him, that's when he well, throws something in to get people to start talking about he, him. He again. acts like a former player, and he's not a former player yet. But he acts like that. Like that, go, those guys will just throw out some outlandish headline just because it's really more like, "Don't forget about me. I was mm-hmm. a good player once." And he does that. He, he's like, well, he wants to get involved with the free agency stuff. If I'm the Cowboys, I'd wait two weeks. I, I think. He'll get his wish, but yeah, I don't see any reason why you have to do it right now. He's while seen the writing on the wall, right? Yeah. They've invested so much in the other cornerbacks that are around. Saw him. it last year. Yeah, he'd probably been banking on this for a year. He probably saw this happen and went, I think, they're trying to replace me. Okay, yeah. so let's say he's not on this team. You still need a veteran cornerback or something. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like just going with those two rookies, plus Anthony Brown, plus whatever Byron Jones is going to be. Uh, I don't think it, it, nobody. How many more do you want? I mean, I think I'm fine with it. Yeah, honestly. I think so too. You're probably only going to carry five on a team, right? I mean, and don't I? I'm again I'm not you saying, draft one, but you don't feel comfortable enough with. You got Duke Thomas hanging around too. I mean, he's still here. I'm fine with it. All. I I I think a safety needs to be the safety needs to be added to the mix one way or the other. But I I don't think you, you don't think you have, have to have another corner. Nah. I don't think so, man. If Jordan if it, Cheeto on the outside, Xavier playing slot, Byron Jones playing slot, and then you got Jeff Heath and however you want to work it. Byron safety. and Cheeto on the outside, Jordan in the slot, okay. and Brown Maybe. is your number four. Either Maybe. way. And then Woods can do a little bit of everything. Well, yeah. at least in like probably not outside. But and Anthony Brown's still there. I mean that's there that's the one position I really like their depth. If it fell to where, you know, we talk about how the board doesn't line <laughs> up with doesn't. their needs. If if Mike Hughes at a UCF is there at nineteen and he's the best guy on your board, okay. But I mean I don't look at it as this gigantic. Cornerback is the least of my work. Josh Jackson. Where's that where's he going? Yeah, that area too. Probably late like, first round. Mm-hmm. Late first, early second. Uh, I don't think cornerback should never ever I mean, it should never be the least of your concerns because that's the position that gets you beat. That I mean that I I don't know. I mean I'm not saying go and get another Nolan Carroll because that bombed. I'm just saying get somebody else in there some some more veteran. So the guys. fact of maybe not having Orlando Scandrick back troubles you? I, I somebody that can say, "Hey, like we just got off the bus and and Green Bay, where's the locker room? I don't know. I haven't been here. It's been two years. I don't know anything. I mean, not not just that, but like I've played this quarterback before. I've played this guy before. Skandrick, you're going to lose a lot when, in terms of a smart cornerback that kind of knows the league. He, he he understands a lot of concepts. He's seen a lot. Say what you want about him being grumpy and Oscar the Grouch or whatever. He he's a smart player. He he reminds me smart guy. Like, he's a smart guy. He reminds me. 
a lot of ways of Richard Sherman. He's not as loud as as him, but he is very smart. I could see where Skander could be his own agent. Just like Sherman, he yeah. understands the concept of things. I don't want people to mistake us saying we don't have to replace him for saying he has no value and he's not a good player. Yeah, he's yeah. a good player. I could just see some value in the room of because yeah. I don't think Byron. But Jones, I think they did that last year. I think that's they saw this coming and they took a sledgehammer after it. Added three rookies. <laughs> yeah, and you know retain. They're keeping Byron, obviously. They're keeping Jeff Heath. They're they're deep. Back you know who there. I who you can I never have. You can never have enough corners, but it's not something I'm losing sleep about. I think I would look at the potential. I can't believe I'm about to say this Uh-oh. about signing and free agency, which would it really be re-signing Mo Claiborne? Okay. <laughs> what do you think? But why? Love to have another tiger in the room, but <laughs> but I mean I don't I, I I don't know, man. Didn't do anything for you? Not really. How much? <laughs> yeah, that's always the question. Yeah, how much? There's discount I'm, deal to come hey, back. Hey, if it's a fifty yeah, percent off, give it to me. Yes. And what I, if I told you the Cowboys would move up to the sixth <laughs> overall pick and I'm get the best defensive player Mo Claiborne, and he wouldn't do anything for four years? <laughs> I'm not a not watching that 30 for 30. You know, it's really a five for five. It does. It's a short. I'm not alluding to who you think I'm alluding to, but just what if they? I mean, bring in a veteran safety instead. I mean, it doesn't have to be a cornerback. Et come home. No, it's not who I'm talking about. I'm just saying. <laughs> what are you talking about. He just told you. He'd sign Kenny Vaccaro. You could oh, yeah. sign okay. anybody. Just add. I mean, they need a safety, whether it's the draft or free agency. They need one. I agree. I agree with that. I go. Veteran safety there. Before I go veteran corner, I do think it's a it's a bigger need. I just I just somebody in the room. I think they'll probably do a Nolan Carroll type deal, something like that. Just have have some veteran. I was so there. upset a couple of years ago whenever they didn't go after uh, Eric Weddle, whenever yeah. he got free, and I'm like, I want that type of dude. He doesn't yeah. have to play every snap. He's a nickel safety guy, and he balled out for ball. And then you got here, and you said you looked up at our social media coordinator, and you're like, "Damn, they did get Eric Weddle." <laughs> Good point. Shifted so. jobs. Uh, Irving, we David Irving. Irving. Yeah, yeah we could talk five about minutes it. left. The, the yeah. one thing the Cowboys have done, other than tag Demarcus, we Which, left it for the end. Did we figure out how they got there? I don't. Is I don't it, think they needed to get there. I think that was miscellaneously or erroneously reported. Not that's, miscellaneous. that's why we don't talk about the this um, salary cap a lot because I think a lot of fans treat it like they're at a basketball game and there's a scoreboard and says that's exactly what they have left. You can look at contracts forty four different ways, probably more than that, and. There might be a figure that says they were twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, that was that, not. That might have right. been plugged in with a. Two point nine million one year tender for um, David Irving, which is what he got. So yep. second round tender, two point nine one million dollars. Can we explain the uh, process of how what happens from here? So other team could sign him. Yeah, say somebody wants him. Anybody? 49ers want him. Let's the say 49ers can take that number and make him an offer sheet. Uh, it famously happened a couple years ago with C.J. Anderson. I think Miami tried to sign him to a three year, eighteen million dollar deal. Denver said, nope, we want you, which is ironic because they're talking about cutting him right now. It's yeah. what happens in free agency. But uh, So they, they matched that, or actually I think they beat it out, but they gave him a better deal. So theoretically, David Irving could play this year on a one-year $2.9 million deal. If nobody offers him anything, he, the Cowboys don't have to give him any another dime. But the 49ers, let's say, come in, they want to go four years, 16. Okay. Okay. Four uh, years, 16. The Cowboys says, we'll match that. If they don't, they will get a second-round pick right. from the 49ers this year. Right. This year's Which pick. 
I don't think the 49ers actually have one because they traded it to Ooh. New England for Garoppolo. But Switch it up to the so Packers. Let's let him go, right? If someone comes in with a second round pick. There is only there is only one explanation. Depends who. No, there's only one explanation for why they would. If you're giving him a second round tender, it's because you don't actually want him that much. You'd be fine. If nobody makes him an offer, great. You got him back. If they, if, I mean, you know, I thought about it in this terms. Like if, if you, somebody was like, oh, do you want to insure this purchase? You got a new car. You want to insure this purchase? I mean, if you really wanted to insure it, wouldn't you buy the top of the line, everything, 100,000 mm-hmm. miles, and, and what, no matter what happens to it, you're good? But if you're really like, yeah, you're not really thinking about keeping it for a long time, you're like, no, nah, we'll take the bargain insurance plan. And, you know, maybe I'm not covered for flood, but I'm covered for <laughs> theft, you know, like that type of yeah. stuff. So uh, if they're not willing to give him the best possible tender, it means they don't really want him. They'd kind of like they'd be OK with him being on the team, but they would take that second round pick in a heartbeat. That's the, I think that's the only way you could read. I've that. asked a lot of people. I'm like, so late second round pick for David Irving. Are you going, no, I know what this guy can do. He's a splash player. He makes big plays. He disrupts stuff. He raises hell in the backfield. Or are you like, yeah, I'll take that cheap contract for that second round pick and hope I can find a guy. It's, I don't know, it's, it's right on the point almost. It's, it's like, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I really, I hate the idea of letting go of a guy who can put up seven sacks in eight games. I hate, I mean, we've yeah. been whining about the pass rush on this team the whole time I've worked he is here. Super I can change your man. mind in three minutes. All right, go Do for it. it. We have two, but. Right, that's why oh, I said okay. three. No, go. No, I'll, I'll need, I need three minutes. Oh, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, <laughs> I mean, you think about it, though. I mean, if it's a top, if it's a fir- if it's a second round pick, so it's going to be a top 70 pick. I mean, you should, mm-hmm. regardless of the Cowboys' woes in the second round, you should be able to hope that you can find that, a really good player. That pick also moves you into the to the spot of, I mean, you t- you can take that and sit there with somebody at 13 Start or 14 shopping. and go, I'm using this second round pick yeah. that I got for Irving. I'm moving up here. And oh, get you know player. what would happen? Use, if, if someone gives us a second round pick, we're sitting there week six and we're like, man, we can't get any sacks. I wish I had someone that could disrupt the, yeah. the passing game. But 49ers, you, yeah. used, you used that extra second rounder to trade. Not playing oh, you used him to trade up yeah. and get Derwin James. Okay. He's got six picks. Cool, but, but, six. but you now that you don't have David Irving – what does your defensive tackle situation look like? No, I know. I mean, Still, it won't look great. Malik and that's, and I think is Crawford going to move back there. Or? The ideal scenario that I'm hoping for. In oh, this Brian world, Price. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Brian hey, Price. My bad. How do we bury the lead there? I think the, the ideal way for all this to work out is if every other team in the league is aware of the problems with David Irving that prevent the Cowboys from loving him. And if, Hope the the ideal scenario is that nobody tries to sign him long term, and he plays out this year on a two point nine million dollar contract. If he balls out, then you've got a question to answer next year, and you either sign him long term, which I doubt happens, or you let him go and you get a third or fourth round comp pick for him, or he struggles or has issues again next year, and then you've got the leverage when it comes time to negotiate a contract. I think without the suspension, people would get pretty interested. Say he played just. Yeah, played last year. Yeah, and missed time because just an injury, not a suspension. Right. I think people come sniffing around him. I that late second. I would, be, would not want him. him. Like he's a great player. I he mean, he's a great player, and there are a litany of reasons why you might not want to trust him with a sizable contract. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, but maybe a one-year type of thing, or exactly what they did. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see. I will. I won't be surprised if somebody makes him a handsome offer, and I won't be surprised if nobody touches him and he plays out this year on a one-year deal. Which I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he wants, 
Because if he goes out and plays, you know, 16 games and has 10 sacks as a D tackle, he's going to get paid next year. What I will be surprised with Irving is if he gets an offer sheet from another team and the Cowboys match it. That would surprise surprise me. I think they'll take the second round. This is a case of, like, the CBA working perfectly. Because I feel like that's right on the nose. A late second for him. 2.9 is probably right on the nose for him. I'm like... Good job, guys. Yeah, Give me, we figured this one that's out. That's for that one. Give yeah. me pick fifty-five, and we'll call it. Even. All right. Well, earlier in the when we first started, you said we were going to get better. There was one area where we, we better definitely got better. Uh-huh. Tommy John Reed was better than <laughs> yeah. it has been. Oh, that's a first. Yeah, better we, every single we, day. We got, we got better there. No, it was good. Mike, thanks for joining hey, us. Of course, for sure. For Dave and Amber, I'm Nick. Well, Derek will be back next week. Stay has been replaced. DallasCowboys.com for all your free agent needs. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?